This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. G'day, everybody. Um, yes, we're back with another All Questions episode, but before we do that, we're going to start the Coltrane Cup. Um, carnage this week with the Roosters, uh, a bunch of yes. bunch of tips for the Roosters this week. Neither of us. If you told me last week that I could tip the Knights and gain ground on people who tip the Roosters, I would have taken that. So I'm taking that as a moral victory. Yeah, but I'm, actually, yeah. I'm actually furious because... The Knights are winning that game with 25 minutes left. And I found out that the one person who was in front of me, Jason, took the Cowboys. So it's 25 minutes away from being first in the Cold Train Cup. But instead, I've now dropped well and truly back into the Peloton with my second <laughs> loss of the year. And it's I'm good, mate. so you're, angry you're getting, you're getting smug about that spot last week. And it's just very early to get smug. Then you pick the Knights. And good friend of the show, Nigel Smith, asked me before kick off how it would go with you in a group chat. And I said, uh, Cowboys 13+. plus." And uh, well, I mean, Helium Lukey and our good friend Helium Lukey on debut to score. And they it, let and a guy called Helium <laughs> score. Fuck, fuck off, but Newcastle. Yeah, scored, David. That was that was one of my better predictions of the year. Not many good ones. I hope Tinkler but, buys uh, your club again and liquidates it. But that went well. Picks. But it's yeah, it's getting hairy now because teams people have run out of there. You know, picking the Panthers every game, and we're starting to get to that when people have to start picking other garbage teams. But also, we're starting to get we have to start picking more away teams. Mm. And that's the concern I walk into this week with that I, I have to pick an away game. I'm seven and three. Yeah. I have too. to pick an away game. So I'll go down the list this week. And yeah, I, I pick in the storm over Brisbane. Uh, I am too. It's my last storm pick, but what are you going to do? Yeah. And, um, and it's one of those ones where I could be happy if somehow the Broncos win. But even if you thought, oh, the storm are missing, uh, they're still trying to use Vapor. They're still missing Pappenhaus. They're missing Grant, whatever they thought they could lose. Didn't matter against uh, South. Brisbane lost Matt Lodge and Tyson Gamble. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you do, if you are a new listener to the show, you don't know what the Coltrane Cup is. That's that's a big company. You pick one match per week. There's a couple of other rules. Uh, the people who are in it don't need to know them, so I won't repeat them now. But if you want to be in the Coltrane Cup next year, there's plenty of prizes, grand final tickets, merchandise, things like that. You need to be a member of our Patreon and you'll have to go to patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies to do that. You'll also get access to our Discord uh, priority uh, questions, uh, question time, you know, guaranteed that your questions is read out and a couple other things as well. And before we do get into the questions, Mitchell, I will give a quick shout out to those people in the top two tiers of our Patreon system. And they are Dave, Carlo Tyson, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Big Chief 69, Blake Moretti, Blame Hud, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Chris Avnell, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, uh, anonymous backer, Frankie, Harvey G, Jace G, Jack Snape, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Maddie Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Maddie McP, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins. My ding dong is hard and I am sad. Never Trendy, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, the Not So Mature Age Student, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, Turbo's Heroes, and Warwick Ahern, thank you uh, so much for your continued support and to everyone in the lower tiers as well. Mitchell, ding dong and uh, sadness update. <laughs> Has not changed. The same old ding dong and sadness. Okay, just good. Good to hear. Okay, uh, and without any further ado, let's get into question time. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to hammer me with questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com forward slash rookies. Uh, first question. 
Always there with a question. Mario Siegs asks us, "Big did Big Dick Vic finally offer an on-field day to rival Craig Gower's famous golf day? <laughs> Probably the best question he's ever asked. A very good question. <laughs> I don't think we can answer it, but um, it's good. Uh, certainly a competitor. It's, we've, we've seen worse games, worse howlers, but we, we, we were watching pure art when yeah. he just went nuts and was not reeling back and was like just losing his mind. It did remind me of like the, my very early days watching rugby league when Mark Guy would do dumb shit like that and he'd look at the referee. And it was, it was kind of, it was Keegan Hipgrave and Jack Hetherington's wet dream that they could do this with the they could do. Cause those two guys haven't got the level of smarts Victor has to just not get sent off enough. He wasn't close. Like, he didn't get sent off, but he sat on there, got, got, got up and about. And uh, yeah, maybe it does rival the famous uh, golf day. Now he's missing five weeks too for it. <laughs> yep. Josh Tomo, 98. He says, what is the best fairy tale moment in the NRL this season? And why is it Matt Burton's hometown hat trick in Dubbo? <sighs> your, your debut question. And you've got to, do me like that. Um, Get him out, you're saying. We'll ban him. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, I mean, that was obviously nice. I mean, it was a weird atmosphere, right? Because they had, what, was it two players from Dubbo in their team, even though it was a South's home game? So it was pretty much the whole crowd was cheering for Penrith anyway. It's kind of annoying. Not that it would have mattered if who the crowd were cheering for. I don't think the home crowd would have swung that game by 50 points, whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah, that was a nice moment. I'm trying to think of other nice moments of this year. I think, obviously... Um, you know, any 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 debut try is pretty nice. Um, I thought um, oh, fairy tale moments. It's been such a negative season. He's, he's really put I, us on the spot here. I, you I got feel any? like uh, well, before I answer the question, should we start putting bad questions on report because they are causing me brain damage? This so, is a good question. Like, we just like, don't have an answer for. I don't it. say, but should we? You mentioned that. Like I mentioned, we should see people there. Like bad question. We put them on report and repeat infringement. Set off for ten. <laughs> okay, that's it. Um, but this is a good question for mine. If there was any story for this season that it's fairy tale, I know you've been Matt Dub, uh, Matt, sorry Matt Burton at Dubbo. Mine would be the Queensland Cup graduates I mentioned, guys who have been toiling away for a long time, who are getting shots in first grade and experiencing wins. You look at guys like Tyson Gamble at Brisbane. You look at Aaron Booth at the Storm. You look at Nico Hines's rise. You know, those are the guys for me this year that at least getting something out of what this chaos has become. So yeah, hopefully we see a few more, a, a few more. Uh, oh, and Chris Lewis kicking the ball on, on zero tackle as well for the storm in the halves. Uh, um, I liked Brad more. and Jacob Arthur hugging after their game. That was a nice moment at Magic yeah. Round. <laughs> I knew that I it was a question about positivity. You were never gonna, you were never gonna have a good time with it. Well, for, with Queensland Cup, I can. But yes, That's I true. enjoy seeing the uh, those guys fell up, step up, fell up. Uh, Harvey G. If press conference sound bites translated into coaching ability, how many premierships would Nathan Brown have won by now? Twelve. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely like in the in the writers' room. Can we talk he? about the horseman? Yeah, incredible. He was. If you guys missed man. this, yeah, but if you guys missed this, he referred to Peter Valentis as the horseman, which is incredible. But yeah, then he let himself down by being very pro horseman. Yeah, um, horseman, very good name. So he might stick with that. The one yep. horseman. Not the four horsemen, the one horseman, but yeah, Nathan Brown definitely spent some time in the riders' room, and it is a big part though of why he's got another opportunity. So I don't know why he'd ever stop. 
Which of the four horsemen would you have running the NRL if you had the choice? Which set of four horsemen are we talking? Obviously, the wrestling ones. Okay. So you got Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, um, Ole Ole Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. You got to go Ric Flair, sure. I know one of them. So yes. Ah, Well, there you go. That's any. I I know what they look like, but that's any of four horsemen of wrestling. I would would answer with Ric Flair. So. Yep. Uh, There's some other guys in it it later. Lex Luger, one of them. Lex Luger was in it later. Sting was in it later. Uh, Chris. Mm. Mate, well there you go. That's a crack next question. Crack that on the show. Next question. Next question. Next question. <laughs> yeah, okay. You're you're a report by God. Yeah, I'm on report for that. <laughs> I've, I've let myself down there. You have to mute for 10. So yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um they're not so much your age student. In an effort to be debunked the throwaway line that bad clubs should be better. Can you make your best 17 man squad from the current bottom four, bottom four teams and review which of the top current four that team could beat. Well, yeah. I was looking at this. I wish we, yeah, yeah. All right. So you, you've got to look at what the, I mean, maybe we should take it by position and just go with the, like, yeah. we'll just take we'll the two that. best. We, we can take our time. People like these questions for us. So <laughs> I got, like them too. So we've got Sharks, Tigers, Broncos, and Bulldogs. Fullbacks, obviously Dane Laurie. Obviously. Will Kennedy is pushing him. Will Kennedy's been very good this year, but Dane Laurie takes that I spot for me. I think that is there. pretty straightforward. I think out your wingers are Coates and is it Kotrick or Anofaluma? It's co- not for limit, no. Need, uh, uh, can't have coats it, and not for They come off the wing all day. But or is be... it Herodi? No. <laughs> <laughs> that one um, is not. But coats, and I'd probably go, uh, as you said, Cottridge. I Maybe it's just Cottridge. I think it's yeah. close, though. Katoa's um, not has been unfit for the yeah. show. So, yeah. Senna is a problematic position. Well, can we sneak in Katoni Stags yet? Are we allowed to do this? He's a 5'8, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there's Hubert not, Farnsworth not, is getting one of them. I think Hubert Farnsworth's in, and probably Jesse Ramian, right? Yeah, even yeah, because it's not great. But the Tigers have zero of them. Brisbane Road had the other one. Hmm. The Sharks had Dugan, who's been hurt, and Will Chambers in there now, and obviously Ramian's hurt. Yeah. That's it. And then you look at the Bulldogs and Aaron Shoup uh, debuted. He's, he was actually pretty good in debut. They've nicked him from the Dragons. But other than that, it's like yeah, look, Will Hopwhite he's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, halves are obviously the decimal system and Sean Johnson. Yes, no debate. Decimal system number six. I'm just trying to think, will we? No, uh, there's none. There's no debate there. No, you can't find anyone for either. I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, props, paint us, obviously, number one. Uh, obviously, one. I'd probably go Luke Thompson, the other one. No, I'm, I'm probably still going Haas and Lodge, even though Lodge should be in Newcastle by the end of next week, hopefully. No, nah, give me Luke so Thompson. The, but, okay, you know, right. fine. Uh, Hooker, Brayley, yes. Yeah, yeah. Blake Brayley, yeah, easily. Um, back row, Luch, Pangai, Luch, and yeah, Luch and Pangai. Yeah, that's that's, that's chaotic. I like. Yeah, it. Okay, this is getting good now. Okay, it's so a good th- team. This is a good team. Thirteens. See, this is if you put Lodge at eight. No, no, no. You I, can I put don't Thompson want, I don't at thirteen. Lodge in my team. Oh come on, mate! It's, <laughs> you got to win one game. <laughs> handsome, handsome Toby. Surely. Yeah. Okay. Toby Rudolph can get thirteen. It's it's certainly missing a thirteen. This team is. That's his weak spot so far. Oh. Oh, 12's not bad. And then the bench. I'm going, I'm going Connor Tracy for my 14. There's one okay. for you. Yeah. Been, been very good um, this year. Bench forwards, you probably go oh, geez. 12. Maybe. God, wouldn't that be a boring um, guy to come off the bench? Yeah, but you know, um, I'd probably I'd Tom McKay have, Ham- I'd, I'd have Hamlin ULA in there. Oh yeah, Hamlin Ulla deserves and to be on the bench. Talakai, maybe. No. He's impact. 
Okay, have do some crazy shit. Oh God, we're pretty. No, we gotta have Wade Graham on the bench. I know he's oh, seen sorry, pretty average. Yeah. What are we doing? Okay. And he's not Fine. starting in the back row. Those two guys are better than him now. But Wade Graham's coming off the bench. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and Reese Kennedy. He's earned it. <laughs> Why not? I have a team race might start this week, but yeah, it's not, not a bad, bad team. team. But That's you can see team. those teams are weak, kind of in the same areas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, no 13 really between them that you want to pick. Uh, that it's there's one hooker between them pretty much. There's the halves, is, oh, that were, were the two halves. A very mature question from the not so mature edge. Yeah, good question. We like putting 17s together, but we do it, now. That would not beat Penrith or the Storm, no, but it'd be top six, I reckon. I don't really think it would beat the Eels or the Rabbitohs either. No, so <laughs> yeah, top six, yeah. I mean, I think. Currently, you'd probably say the Seagulls are a top four side based on I, performance. Yeah. Well, I mean, they smacked Parramatta up, didn't they? So Yeah, they did. But that team might be the Roosters. Current, The current Roosters, yeah. not the full strength Roosters. My boy Josh Schuster's is getting some love too, mate. Never looking yeah, for a I, pass ever again. What a hero. Picked, picked him in my origin team today on air, <laughs> on like the radio. It. Who can stop me? Not Nick Canton. <laughs> a thief of joy. Remember when he didn't want them to pick Payne Haas? Yes, and he was incredibly wrong then. It's still wrong now, probably. How can such a knowledgeable rugby league mind just routinely have just just dies on random terrible hills? I don't know. <laughs> Hates fun by choice. <laughs> uh, the biggest tiger. What do you think about the idea that footballs kicked into the crowd are kept by the crowd? Um, I mean, it happened. Baseballs cost like twelve cents to make, so that's why they do it. Um, and I think they're a bit pretty expensive pretty quickly. Yes. Considering we're dealing with clubs here that don't want to deal with too many jerseys because of costs. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the reason we don't have jersey numbers, apparently. So, yeah, yeah we're not going to get, we're not going to have them given away hundreds Steeds. of footballs every round. Yeah. I mean, I like it. I'd love to catch a student, but uh, no. I like it too. And they might give them away. Like, I'm happy with, you know, a couple of games, you know, like full time or all that business, but it's yeah. like, well, you lose like six games with the balls at the start of the game. You're like, We've got one ball for the rest of the game. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I remember I went to a Rugby World Cup game in 03 yeah. at Blue Tongue. Mm. And like, every time there's a penalty goal, they just kicked a ball onto the highway. And I was like... I was there for, I was there for Ireland versus someone. That I was Romania like, how many balls do you, are you going to lose onto this highway? Like, I love that oh. they didn't put any nets up there, by the way. No, you would have thought just, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. Uh, Cam Beswick. Who wins each first around NBA playoff series and in how many games? So this is this is already or already a couple of games in. So everyone's played one game. Bucks have played two. Uh, this is one's easy. Some of these are pretty easy. So I'll knock off the Bucks. Will Bucks beat easy. Yeah. Uh, Nets will beat the Celtics easily. Yeah. Seventy six uh, not dust the Wizards. And then from there, I think we're already playing. No, nah, the know. Hawks will beat the Knicks. Yeah, they, they they probably will, but that might go to seven games. Yep. Um, and then I'd probably go I Mavericks mean, with the upset. Yeah, I like the Mavericks with the upset. Um, Jazz, Lakers, and Nuggies. Yeah, I think those two. I think I know the Lakers got really smashed, but it's actually been pretty common in LeBron's playoff career. They'll lose like the first game. Yeah, who cares? And they've the got LeBron. They're not going to lose and, to. And, the yeah. Phoenix Suns, whoever and that eight, is. And AD had the worst game of his life. They lost by nine. <laughs> he's been really bad since he came back from injury. But, oh. He's been really bad since they won the title. Yeah, else is really bad. My top shot portfolio. And, uh, oh, I just sold a lot. I made this lots of money. It was fun. But that Nuggets Nuggets Blazers interesting series. because like, It is the was, best, best series by mile. I mean, today was one of the things like Damien Lillard set the pre- playoff record for uh, uh, threes and a half. And they were still down by like 15 at <laughs> half time. It's like, oh, 
yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. And then they end up losing comfortably. But NBA, um, this season was a bit of a joke. End of season always gets ridiculous in the NBA. But this year with coronavirus and similar, when teams have had like such amount of players missing games, it got ridiculous really early, even with the planes. But playoff basketball is the, you watch it again. You instantly, oh, this is why basketball is awesome because once the teams start giving a shit and play their players for big minutes, it's really fucking good. It's that simple. Like it's been really good. Like even with some of the blowouts, like the Dane game was awesome. The Mavs upsetting Clippers was great. The Bucks have beaten the Heat twice. They might come back from there. Good shit. Uh, the like Trey Young yelling, "It's like fucking quiet in here." In, <laughs> yeah, in Madison sick. Square Garden. Like that's some fucking shit, man. Like Trey's awesome and doing that there, it's great. And playoff, and even over there, they have. If you haven't watched NBA this year, people, this is still of interest. They have now split the stadium into vaccinated and unvaccinated. So the vaccinated half of the stadium is full, like a normal stadium. The unvaxxed half of the stadium is social distance. So There's like two people with like twenty seats around them. Yeah. And it is so great because like you're watching this back side of the stadium having the best time of their lives. And then the unvaxxed side sitting there, arms crossed, sitting down because they can't stand up. But it's like, yeah, that's what you get. Unvaccinated. <laughs> you anti-vax fools. It is very funny. And you just, they're the, the, the anti-vax type in an NBA game at the time. They're, they're like the people that called LeBron a fucking dickhead the other day. Yeah. That, a couple of months ago, that game or things like that. That's that type of person. Well, as well. I, well all I'm saying is that I'm pro- Vaccine segregation, bringing segregation back for vaccinated people. Put don't clip that out of context, whoever's out there. Don't. <laughs> but we're bringing it back. We're going to put people who are anti-vax in the shame on... bay at yes. Bankwest. They're going to sit. They're going to sit at the back of the bus, or whatever. Not the front because can't, they can't walk past them. <laughs> you know, they can sit at the back of the bus. The people who are anti-vax. <laughs> We've just popularity has surged in Queensland with this last couple of takes. <laughs> hey, it's about vaccinations. What did you say? Is it? It is. It is, but uh, but that's yeah, just uh, that's what I'm pro. I just thought that was fantastic. The people literally calling in America were calling it segregation. The people who were anti vax well, it is again. by definition segregation, it's, yeah, like, that it, is yes, what it is. it is, but it's not against your, your no, it's not the color it's, of your it's skin, it's not something you can't help, but it's definitely the content of your character. It's definitely it the, content the content of your character, <laughs> it definitely is. Fuck. You're being segregated as God intended to be segregated by the content of your character. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're not some mature age student. He's back. He's back. He's got a couple of here. The first one, how many Josh Darlings does it take to stop one Nas? Three. It might take 25 injured Josh Starling. This is like the Ducks versus, what is it? What is it? 25 uh, Ducks says. Ducks Josh Starling. Do you mean Tom Starling? Yeah, Tom Starling. Sorry, I'm not saying it. South Tom City Starling. legend Josh yeah. Starling. Because Tom Starling got trampled by him a couple of times injured this week and it was not pretty. Uh, he said, does Brandy have stock in Josh Hodgson? He wasn't even the team. He was giving him a G up. Mm. Brandy has his guys. I don't know if he has one for, for Josh Hodgson. And he did ask, what's obvious commentator bias agendas on players you have noticed? I mean, everyone notices these. You know, there was uh, that period of Matt Moylan bias that was bizarre. Um, there's just certain players. That, I'm not going to name specific commentators because I don't want to go down that road. But yeah. um, we've all seen it, right? Like, there are, there are things that Ben Hunt has done on a field that if Jack White did them, they'd be praised for like trying rather than slammed for their failure. And there's like things that Tavita Pangai or Joey Leilua have done that if, I don't know, um, who's who's a forward that everyone likes. If like, if Wade Graham did something bad that that 
uh, Tevita Pangai did, it'd probably get praised for you know trying to make something happen or something like that. And there's outside backs as well that get praised while beat Joey Alua gets slammed. Um, yeah, I don't know. And there's guys like Trell that come and go. Like some weeks Trell's praised a lot, and then other weeks he gets absolutely bagged. I think unfairly. Maybe that just depends on who's commentating each game. But um, I mean, he was everyone, a, Trell like, was a funny one though, mate. Like that period there when he got called the best player in the game. That was ridiculous. For uh, um. I, yeah. Like there's like I mean look I mean there was a time at like there was a certain Dally M judge that just never gave James Roberts points because he hated him that was pretty funny yeah but um we're not gonna but yeah I um I think they're all pretty obvious when you watch those games like that that couple of years when Kalen Ponga first hit first grade and it was never about Ponga not being a great prospect because he was one of the best we've seen and it's happening right now with like Reese Walsh people end up hating Reese Walsh in a few months yeah because like. They're ignoring the flaws and pumping up the cutout passes or similar and saying like when, da- when Sam Walker had a couple of good games, there was ridiculous media takes of like, can this guy win the Dally M? No. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no. Like, can you just let these guys be really good prospects and pump them a little before we just like, that's what the most frustrating part is mate. Is like, once you become a good player, you're forgotten. Yeah. When you're a good prospect, oh, we they love them. Well, you look at that like like guys who have sort of ascended to be the best halves players in the game at the moment. Like apart from Nathan Cleary, a lot of the guys who are really good right now didn't get all that hype when they were coming up. Yeah. Like you look at guys like Adam Reynolds because he played for South and Sean Johnson because he played for the Warriors. Like these guys didn't get the level of oh, Johnson got that criticism you're talking about. Yeah, it's unfair. Exactly. Um. Johnson was getting criticized as being like a handbrake on a team when he was leading the league in tries this last year. It was hilarious. But yeah. um, there's guys like that who just, for whatever reason, never got that praise and probably were better for it. I think Cleary's really the only one out of that bunch of young halves to get crowned when they're like 19, who's actually exceeded their expectations or even yeah. met their expectations. Yeah. So, and the other, like some biases, they, they, they do exist. Oh, Milford. That- they fucking hate Milford. <laughs> no, but he sucks now. Yeah, but they always didn't like him. Yeah, no, he got a lot of hype at Canberra and he's like start at Brisbane. But at the moment, he had a couple of bad games. That was it. It was it was over for Tony, the million dollar man, mate. Mitch oh, Pierce, and, and is Pierce, is the, sorry, Pierce yeah. is the anti Ben Hunt. Yeah, Pierce yeah. is Mister Untouchable, and Jack Wyden's on the similar level, and, and Corey Norman's the other one. And I can't explain those ones. But... The Corey Norman one is thoroughly unexplainable. At least Jack Wyden has like been on his day one of the best yes, players in the game. He has. Uh, Leon says. Is Adam O'Brien just Nathan Brown with hair? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the tough thing out there, I, I remember pointing it out when they when he first went there and people didn't seem to care. Actually, as again, I attacked by night fans and not knew the internet, but mentioning that like when they signed, I wouldn't be happy about the signings of like Tuala and Shibasaki and similar, not because they weren't good players in a vacuum, but because of who they were managed by. And Isaac Moses was their manager. He's Adam O'Brien's manager. But we've seen Moses go through the Tigers thing with the big four. We've just seen his massive influence at Brisbane tear it apart. And then we've seen Newcastle who've had that happen. And now are looking at Matt Lodge on a cut price deal. But again, is a man tied to Isaac Moses. And it's not that you can't sign Isaac Moses clients because pretty much everybody has some. But once you have any one player manager that much control, you're in trouble. And I know uh, he's apparently banned in air quotes. He's, you know, whatever. He's still pulling the strings. But yeah, that's the big concern up at Newey for me. And then the other one, yeah, Adam O'Brien. 
you know, preseason, we did the Knights podcast and I we picked, I think I picked them eight or something. But then about the following week or so, I had a few discussions with people I, I, I trust about their, their preseason and I decided to take them out of my eight. And yeah, I don't see anything that's changed for me to think that he's going, you know, to improve their season. I don't know. They're getting reviews. They're getting reviews up there, but yeah, Newey's in a weird spot that they've gone from this. Like this is the fruits of their labor. This is what they went through all those years for. Mm. Do you just worry that like this is the longest? Like Penrith aside, who've gotten really good in the last mm. two or three years. Like this is the longest period I can remember where it was like all the good teams have stayed good, and all the bad teams have stayed bad. Bar Canberra, sort of fluctuating between good and bad. Like mm. Rooster Storm Souths. Always near the top. The rest lagging behind. Teams like Para in the middle a little bit. Manly depend. Manly's fortunes come and go on the for, on the on the health of one player. They're sort of hovering in the middle as well. And then the rest kind of just like they just all suck. Yeah, I mean we Why? had a period. Twenty eighteen <laughs> was a great season. I love the twenty eighteen season. That was a year where we had the one win between them all. Yeah, you know that year happened. But around that, since then, pretty much it's been that solidification of. Storm, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Eels at the top there. The 2019 finalists, by the way, was Storm, Roosters, Rabbitohs, Raiders, Eels, Manly, Sharks, Brisbane. Sharks, Brisbane have dropped away, but and Eels, Raiders as well now. But you can still pretty much solidify five or six teams at the moment, which is weird. Mm. into your finals beforehand. And um, this year, look at though, mate. It's like the golf the last years. I know the rules have helped that golf as well as we but know. Man, but like... The, the, like there's... What ten teams are losing records? That's not great. No, <laughs> that's so bad. Like we're looking at if this season continues how it is, and there's no reason to think it won't continue this way. Team's going to make the finals with like eleven wins. We might have two teams in the finals with ten wins, mate. Jesus, like with two of them. Because you're saying the team of the podcast are back is well, what you're saying. They might be a chance because you, well, you look at Penrith might only lose one or two games if they lose or anything. zero. Yeah. The Eels got their second loss, whatever. But those teams at the top are just not losing football games. Even like Souths too, people are, oh, what's wrong with Souths? They're not going to lose more than like six or seven games. And they've lost three. That's it. Now. Yeah. But yeah, like usually the top two sides are the teams that... And I know last year was weird again. Last year doesn't really count in this analysis. It wasn't 25 rounds. But it's very rare a team goes through the season with like three losses. You know, 2019 Storm lost four games. Yeah, but this year we're going to have a bunch that lose five or less. Yeah, five but, or the, but in, tw- in, in Roosters came second in 2019 with seven losses. Fuck. Yeah, and, 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 and that year in 2018, we mentioned the teams in first lost eight games. 2017, you're going back to that really, really good Storm side. Lost four games. Hmm. Roosters, again, second with seven losses. Broncos, third with eight losses. There's like, going to be probably five teams that have a, have a better record than that team. And even 2016, Storm, remember Storm and Sharks running away, running away with the competition that year. Mm. Five losses each. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I, I feel like we kind of lost perspective on good teams are supposed to lose games. <laughs> these last yeah, year it, or two. the gap's just gotten so big. It has. And then 2013, even when you look back, you remember 2013 being that, you know, the Roosters year and the Roosters Rabbitohs year, that massive rivalry, you know, that Roosters team was called one of the best ever at the time. Mm. Six losses. Rabbitohs, six losses. Yeah, I think we were on the comp when we, I think with the year on the comp, we won, we, we won like 15 or 16 regular season games. It wasn't that many. Yes, a balanced so. competition. What a mm. shock. But yeah, the, the, the year you guys won it, you lost nine yeah. during the and, season. And won 15? Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And 
That's it, guys. Roosters first with eight losses. His Eagles first with eight. And we lost to some, like we lost to the Titans, the Tigers. Like we lost to some bad teams that year. I will be shocked if the Storm or the Eels or you guys lose, lose eight games. Yeah, same, same. Shocked. So like that's just with the gap. The like, I know the good teams are there, but the gap the rules have helped change, create. It's it's just it's huge. And I don't want to talk about the rules again, but yeah, we're sitting here. With such good teams there. And it's like, what's the... And I know it'll obviously be exciting for the fans of those teams, but it's like, you know, assuming Tom Tobovich stays fit, there's a very firm top six. Firm. And it's like, what's your prize for finishing seventh with what, 11 wins and 13 or 14 losses, whatever it is? What, to get just belted by Manly in the first week of the finals or That's finish it. eighth and get belted by the Roosters? Like, it's like Yeah, and, and the Knights, you know, they're a much different team with, with Kalen and, and Pierce in, in that side. And Pierce, I can't remember when he's back, but Kalen's obviously got Origin coming up anyway. They could definitely make a run for the eight at the end there. Like I said, teams with negative wins will make it. But as you said, their reward is, oh, we get to... If we get to the second week of the finals and the final six teams are not Penrith, Melbourne, Souths, Roosters, Parramatta, and Manly, how surprised would you be? I'd be pretty, pretty damn surprised. Uh, depends on Tommy's fitness. If Tommy oh, true. Gets okay. Hurt, assuming so... Tom, we've got to keep saying that. Yeah. Assuming Tom Dvojevic stays fit, I'd be, I'd be pretty surprised if that wasn't the six teams left in the second week of the finals. Stunned, mate. Absolutely stunned. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I think that's exactly what we're going we're gonna to get. Maybe have, but yeah, you just, Newcastle went through all that period. They went through the big signings. They brought in Pierce. They brought in Clemmer to go Ate like a hundred wooden spoons in a row. Had a one-win yeah. season. All that shit. Brought to in do Tyson Rosellas off-season, and it's like, oh yeah, we get to, to... fight for seventh. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, big Puppy Nappy's finger <laughs> dot fan club. <laughs> Which parcel president has gained the most by riding the coattails of their rookies breakout year form in terms oh. of salary and reputation? Well, it's. It's the man your username is named after, my friend. He's right up there. Dylan Napa basically got all his all his hype since that season, particularly that game against South where he put yeah. the Burgess boys on notice. Like he's been riding that for like four years now. For years. Yeah. Yeah. Um Milford rode like two years <laughs> for a long time. I'm trying to think who, who Luke else Brooks. Was... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Luke Brooks had that one half decent year, Dallium half back of the year, mate, and that's that's all he needed. I know teams really struggle to give up on players in key positions with potential. You know, Cohen Hess. Oh, there's one huge, That's great, a great one. Scored 400 tries in his rookie season. Yes, and has been pretty much terrible since. Kept playing Origin. Played in last year's Origin season. Yeah. Wouldn't be shocked again if somehow Greeny picks him this year. 106 games for Cohen Hess now. My lord, That's a lot of games. He's got 13 and 27 and 2017. Yeah. And and then seven the next year, but has not scored thirteen tries since twenty seventeen. <laughs> I would say Blake Austin in twenty sixteen or whatever year that was, but then he just kind of went yeah, away. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. Uh, Michael Gregson says, "How good is country footy?" Uh, fuck off. Yeah, Luke Sturkenboom. <laughs> Top candidates for this year's Jamie Bureau selection for the Blues squad. <laughs> <laughs> Jack White, mate. Yeah, I don't know if there's any Jamie Bureau selection coming though. They just. Well, Jack Turbo. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, shouldn't be in the side, but will be there. There's this thing yeah. the Jamie Bureau is like out of nowhere kind of thing. I don't know. I thought it was like an ability thing. Sorry. Ability thing. Oh, um, Jack Turbo. I, oh, actually, no. Well, out of nowhere, it could be Josh Schuster. Could be. But he yeah. just, but he also deserves to be there. Or does he does. good enough to be there. Yeah. Jamie Bureau never was good enough. You uh, leave Jamie Bureau alone. 
Jace G, was there a better tribute to Jake Friend on Saturday night than Gamblor constantly throwing <laughs> oh uncalled God. forward passes out of first receiver? Yeah. There was um, definitely some forward passes missed in that game. And one of the weird... The, they missed that the one of Palio Sea from Asiata, but the one they called late on Tupanua. I don't know why that play go, but yeah, just not the best refereeing performance. Gambler. Uh, Gambler. Benjamin Potter. Will the Dragons regret getting rid of Matt Dufty? Um, I think it depends on who replaces him. Uh, I think I think it's much of a muchness if they get rid of him and get Nico Hines. I think they're both all right. I think they're both decent players, but I don't know. Dufty's a really hard one for me to get a read. He on. is. I reckon he's. I honestly think he'll go to a good. If he goes to a good club, he'll just look great. But yeah. I also think if he were to go to a good club, his best position would be on the wing, not at fullback. I don't even. I don't know what his best position is. Like he's really good at, at, in the attacking twenty at fullback now. I know he does the cutout too often, but yeah. he still struggles in those areas. You know the yardage areas. They'd like to see him better in, but he's certainly you know trying to earn that next. He's contract. fast. He's good in the air. I, th- I honestly think like he the Roosters could do worse for a Brett Morris replacement. You reckon? I don't know about him on the wing. Uh, I think, I honestly think if he wants to win premierships, he's not going to do it at fullback because every team he could go to that could feasibly win a premiership next year has Ryan Pappenhausen, James Tedesco, Latrell Mitchell, Tom Tavoyevich, Clint Gutherson. And who's the other one? Oh, and uh, Dylan Edwards, I guess. They're not, Penrith's not going to sign him. So he's he's having a really good year and he's had bad years as well. So again, I just can't get a read on him. Like he's. Well, I, I guess it just comes down to where he goes, I think. Like if he. If he goes to the Bulldogs, he can play fullback, I guess. But so it's not going to be fun. Well, I don't know where he'll... Like, that's, you know, trying to find that spot for him. It's like, where does he go? I because... literally got asked this. I got asked this on the radio today. And I was like, um, uh, <laughs> like I just thought for a bit. And I was like, well, if he doesn't go to the Bulldogs, if he wants... To... Where's he going to play fullback? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, he probably should have been hitting up the Warriors when RTS... Like in that little window there, hit them in that window. But again, they're not, I, actually, not, I actually said that. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to the Storm. He's not going he's not to, going to any of the current top six. Don't like they've yeah, all got none of good fullbacks. The run through the rest of fullback. So I'm not running through the rest of them. So Knights, Kalen Ponga, no. Yeah. Tigers, Dane Laurie, no. Yeah. Cowboys, Val Holmes, no. Warriors, Reese Walsh, no. Um, who's left? Doggies. Yes. Maybe Titans. Oh, AJ Brimson, no. I get, you Maybe. Guys. But is he better than Asaka? I don't know. I don't know either like that's i don't know so i'm telling you he could end up on the wing at a good club next year it sucks because he's probably better than that but look i don't know does he really want to go to the bulldogs and sit through like another couple of years of just getting belted every week i don't think so that's i just it's hard mate because you know will kennedy is he better than will kennedy but no. sharks are committed to him so it's the it's the deepest position in the league by a mile yeah, by with, an absolute with, mile with swathes of good players who want to play the spot so like there's there's guys like Adokar. car Alex Johnston, who, who want fullback spots and they're not getting them. And I, I, I know the Bulldogs have allegedly said they're going to give Adokar a chance there next year, but of course, I mean, come on. That. <laughs> he, might, uh, he might end up there. But again, it's like, you know, they've got, the Bulldogs already have like five guys who can play fullback. Yeah, so, they do. I didn't get I that know. either. And then you look at, um, say, Penrith. Okay, they, were, like, they would never do it, but I think he's probably better than Dylan Edwards. I think Dylan Maybe. Edwards is benefiting from playing on a really good side, but they're not going to do that. They're not no. going to break the ball. Why would they do that? So, they didn't and do it Duffy for Dane would probably Laurie. command more money than Dylan Edwards anyway. Yeah, they didn't do it for Dane Laurie. So it's a strange one. I mean, if you end up at Brisbane, I wouldn't be upset, right? But yeah, he's just, I don't know. He's a, he's a tough he's player a, to get a read on. I'm telling you, man, yeah. 
Roosters wing next year. Wing. Well, he's going to have, like, you're right, though. If he doesn't keep their fullback spot and he's just timed things wrong, that it's like, well, the, what fullback spot do you get? He either goes to the Bulldogs or he doesn't play fullback. I think that's his option. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, yeah, what? I know. It's like, he's looking at that. Like, God. And, unless, and like, unless Chance's injuries are worse than we've realized and he just never really makes a full recovery, then that would, might be a nice spot for him. But that's and yeah, if you look at his stats, you'd be shocked that he's getting punted by his current team. Like, this year's got very 10 strange. games. He's better than. Tries. He's, he's pretty good. That five tries. At least, uh, like I'd rather have him than Nico Hines. I think so too. Nico has at least proven. Sorry, Duffy's at least proven to me over a longer period of time in a shit team, he can create some points. There's concerns on the other side of the ball that always be there. I like Nico Hines too, but similar age hasn't proven enough. Do you know? So I don't know. And he's got some tough calls coming with his manager. Mate, maybe you got a union mate, union fullback. Yeah. <laughs> Or it does. Come on down. Uh, Michael Gregson. Can we redact the Panthers preseason pod preview where I unironic, I, so I unironic, oh, sorry. You okay? Redact the Panthers season preview pod so I unironically toss up Matt Burton He's done as it. a young center to watch in 2021. He's fantastic there. He's yeah, been brilliant. He, he has been. And uh, I would not be shocked by the backflip if it happened. Neither. Just to play, just play center, man. Score 20 tries a year. Have fun. Yep. Warwick Ahern, if rugby league was set up the same way English football is, where do you where you don't support a Premier League side unless your home team made oh God, this you've asked this is not me being retarded, by the way. No, it is. Unless your hometown <laughs> team made made that's what he says, it to the top tier of competition. Who would you support through thick and thin? Okay. Yeah, you got it? Yes. So if rugby league was the same as English football. Where you don't support yeah. the side, you support your hometown. So it's basically team. just asking who about local teams. Teams. I was actually born in Brisbane, in the city of Brisbane, in the city. Yeah. Well, mine's hard because <laughs> like I inherited I inherited South through family, which is how a lot of people who support big English clubs support those clubs. But I guess geographically I would be a die- East Hills Bulldogs till I die, I suppose. Yeah. So so I was born in the uh, in the Wesley Hospital in Brisbane. There. Shout out Aiden Caesar, East Hills Bulldogs legend. Yeah, and my uh, my dad's family, my my grandma's from down in Sherwood, which isn't far from the city as well. Uh, my on my time there, I was in Mount Omni region as a young fella. Uh, some other family in Ascot, but a lot of it's literally Broncos territory. So my dad did play for um for Souths. Growing up, so if I had to pick his team, South Logan Magpies would be it, and that's my Queensland Cup team anyway. Yeah, but yeah, otherwise I'm like, yeah, a, a Brisbane Broncos fan. So <laughs> it's yeah, and injury like Matt Omni's not that far away from the city anyway. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right, Discord. Yep, next over the Discord. Um, I think we got to scroll up to. I've already scrolled up. If you want me to start, you can um, go ahead, mate. So we got one from Frankie. Uh, who is worse and why? Chatty Bra or Luke Brooks? Well, Nasty. Chatty got dropped. Uh, okay. That's one for the stat nerds. When's the last time someone kicked a game-winning field goal and golden point and got dropped? Yeah, so I'm thinking... I'm thinking it's it's Luke Brooks. Like, there was nothing... Townsend won a premiership. People are so harsh to Townsend him. has gone off a cliff, or not even gone off a cliff... He's just the same. He's just average, which is, and he's got a big deal contract coming for what he does. But Luke Brooks, mate, like 
makes the wrong decision seven or eight times out of ten when he has the ball, especially the tackle four or five. Chad has an execution issue. <laughs> like decision making isn't that bad. Yeah. So I, I'd uh, I'd rather have Chad as my That's halfback. Fair. Um, Harvey says Cam Smith offered the first real piping hot take of his post-retirement media career by saying Reed Marnie should be picked over Harry Grant for the Maroons. He avoided contact too much to be diagnosed as a CTE sufferer. So is it fair to put this take down to Cam being worried about his legacy being hurt by Harry being too good? Uh, yes. um, I would like to hear the full context of that take if it was based on Harry's injuries leading up or That's if it was a fair Harry point. off the bench. But yeah, it's... I mean, they're not even close. Like, Reed Money's had a great year, but Harry Grant... He's a good player, but Harry Grant's better. Sorry, every time he plays, he's immediately obvious he's the best hooker in the competition. Yep. Uh, Matty McP, was the Broncos letting Sam Walker go just another genius step on the path to the Kevolution? Yeah. I can't believe we're the first team to just figure out, hey, if he just let us pass long, just stand yep. long. All right. <laughs> Simo says, how good is TPFJ, which is Tavita Pangai fucking junior? Yeah, uh, he was fantastic. He is the man. Uh, Harvey doubles. Harvey follows that one with, is Tavita Pengai Jr. the best all-around forward in the NRL right now? He's an elite middle and elite edge and an elite bench impact forward. Is there another player you could say this about? Yes. Keon mm. Kalalmatangi. <laughs> uh, I guess a legitimate answer. You could probably argue Isaiah Yo could do the job on the edge yep, really well as well. Fair. Victor Radley. Victor Radley. I mean... He could. Yeah, he probably play on edge. I mean, he can play hooker. He's, he's not great there, but but yeah, Pangai definitely has proven that you can start him in all those positions and he perform, which is yeah. good. He's got that good conundrum of not knowing his best spot. So that is yeah. rare currently. And there probably is other guys who can do it who just haven't had the need or opportunity to do as such. Ben Qualiata says, Will Sam Walker be reconsidering his Harbour Bridge passes after his game? What style of bridge passes would you recommend for maximum effectiveness? <laughs> Needed a couple of Anzac bridges, didn't he? Yeah, Golden <laughs> Gate, mate. Yeah. Just get it real high. Um, M says, I plan on ordering an <laughs> I was right vindication cake to celebrate. If you were ordering a cake, what flavor would you get? Well, firstly, I want to say the worst flavor of cake that is popular, red velvet. You don't like not, red velvet? Not a, no, it's not a, no, it's fine. It's not a flavor. Right. It's chocolate dyed red with vanilla icing. Cream cheese icing. But cream, okay. Sorry, cream, yeah, cream cheese. Sorry, I'm saying. But yes. Just red velvet is not a thing. I'm sorry. People love the, it, but it's like... It's the, just... the best cake is caramel mug cake. It's not oh, close. Cake. I like I like a, a good a good lemon cheesecake. But... The worst cake is fruit cake. Yeah, so I had, um, I had my... In classic COVID, my, my stepmom did like some baking courses, like actual cake making courses. And she's an average cook before that. But she made this like coconut cream... And like caramel cake with like thick, thick buttercream icing. It's obviously 100% sugar, whatever. Yep. And that was like that was like the best cake ever. I don't know how that was a combination, but that, that, I'm, I'm pro that. So there you go, M. Get Mitch's mum to make you a cake. Yeah. Um, Frankie, being serious, it's weird for him. Bob Fulton's name is pretty deep in the game's history, given he was way before our time. What do you think he should best be remembered for? Um, look. You know, he, he he was a huge part of the game for us at every every point. Like, I mean, he was always on the continuous call team when I listened to it with my grandfather as a kid. Um, you know, he was origin and international selector for ages. Obviously, just remained involved with Manly up until, you know, till his death. Um, great player that from what we've heard. I mean, you heard Poppy Vanguard on the show yesterday. Um, fantastic player. And, you know, he'll be, um, he has literally been immortalized in the game. So, you know, his, his name, thankfully, will not be lost to the sands of time. Do you have anything to add? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, obviously, to answer his question, what he most remembered for is this quote. 
Are you, you going to read the Curtis Sheridan quote? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> in 2013, he says, I've got to say something about Ciro's kid. Fulton told 2BGB Radio in the wake of Tiger's soul-destroying 40-4 to defeat. So he lost by 40, by the way. He says, I watched him very closely. I think that goal play for Australia one day at 5-8. <laughs> it was very funny. Yes, that's what he most remembered for. That that's happened. fair. Uh, Mario Siegs, <laughs> when South lost by 50, it wasn't an issue because it was a reserve grade team. Is it now a problem when it's so close to their full squad? Yes. But again, I don't know if it's a problem of South's as it just is Penrith are just really bloody good. Yeah. Are they, are they saying they're juicing, Mungard? No, never. <laughs> uh, ben Qualiata, is Ruben Garrick actually good? Yes, and he's handsome too. <sighs> it's a weird I don't one. know. Can't, what, judge I... a mo- can't judge any of them while Tommy's playing. That's how did... To... How are Manly fans co- like? They're obviously liking the wins, but there's like seven or eight players that they've called for their heads for like years on that on that roster yeah. doing well. How do you cope with that? I don't know. And it's it's like you know we all have good players on our teams, right? But there's there's no if even if Nathan Cleary went down with a season ending injury tomorrow, I reckon Penrith would sort it out. They'd still yeah. be they they wouldn't be steamrolling Souths by fifty, but they'd be still a bloody good team. Same with Melbourne if they lost one key player, Souths if they lost one key player, all these teams. If the, if Manly lost Turbo tomorrow, they'd just go back to sucking. So it's like, it, how it must be so stressful for them every time he gets the ball if he stays down after a tackle. Yeah, but it's like it's the weird things like people have already pointed out, but like Jason Saab having no tries the first four rounds and having eleven tries since. It's a lot of tries. Sorry, ten tries since, but it's like. Hmm. Yeah, things like that. But yeah, Ruben Garrick, it's like another guy. It's like he was so bad last year, even with Tommy Turbo. Bad early in this season. Good again now. I think Ruben Garrick falls in that basket of like people just accept he's a first grade footballer. That's what he is. Yeah. They just, he's one of, he should be starting on the wing somewhere. And yeah, he has bad games and yeah, he has good games, but that's just what he is. He's not going to be ever be a really good winger. That's fair. Um, Matthew Duggan says, why does Tom Tavoyevich's power increase exponentially every time he sustains an injury? That is weird. Yep. It comes back better every time. And Harvey replied with, is this evidence that Tommy Turbo is in fact Goku from Dragon Ball Z? To mm. which Angry replied, does that mean his brother is Raditz? Which is funny. Yes, um, I like that. I like it now. <laughs> ben Qualiata, why is Liam Martin talked about as an origin bolter and not Josh Shuster? Aren't they both being talked about? Yeah, I mean, Liam Martin was going to talk about a bolter. Another one of those guys got spoken about very early in his career because he looks like an origin player. So, yeah, but Josh Schuster's getting getting the attention now. But he's just, Schuster isn't the type of footballer who generally receives origin hype because, he, you know, not tough. You know, he doesn't play tough or whatever, even though he is, obviously, you know. Liam Martin, you know, just pulls his socks up and gets his job done, even though he socks it down. Harvey says the Newcastle Knights basically run a Jersey flag side in New South Wales Cup, yet they're currently running fourth. The captain, Matt Croker, is a mobile ball playing middle forward with a huge motor and a massive work rate, who's registered some very impressive performances against players like Ryan James and Dunamis Louie recently, among others. What kind of message does it send a young player like this in your system when you sign a player and person like Matt Lodge over the top of them? Good question. We should probably talk about the Lodge stuff yeah. a little. Just in terms of, we've had like a few people ask. I had people ask for you, Knights fans, how do I deal with the Matt Lodge thing. Well, how did you deal with it? I mean, we did the thing on Broncos Weekly. We, we put out there our stand. So we did a couple of episodes, you know, Dodge Lodge, whatever, whatever. But we pretty much knew it was going to happen and it did happen. And I think people who, who say they'll not support their club because of a player in a jersey there are a bit ridiculous. 
just do what you want to do. But for mine, my advice is like, you know, maybe if you don't want to support the club, cancel your membership. Don't stop buying club merch. But you're still, stay you're still angry. Be, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but don't particularly cheer on Matt Lodge, but like don't throw away what your years of supporting the Knights or what could be your future for the Knights over one person in the jersey. Your support of that club is bigger than the players wearing that jersey. It's bigger than the guy signing those contracts. You don't you didn't start supporting the Knights because of oh I mean, Alex McKinnon's great at recruitment. You know, you didn't start supporting the Knights because of whoever was wearing number 14 off the bench being David Clemmer and, and you didn't stay with it. Sorry, being Matt Lodge. You didn't stay with it for that reason. You know, Clemmer Lodge will come and go. Be mad, but, you know, the club means more to you than what Matt yeah. Lodge does. It's just true. To me, anyway. That's it with yeah. mine. And that's it. I, I, and I've cancelled my Broncos membership, not when Lodge left, but when they got rid of Wayne and I haven't renewed it. And I um, will bring it back one day when I'm satiated. But, you know, that's that's all you can do and let your you know, let your unhappiness be known, but I don't think throwing away being a Knights fan is the answer. Also, because I also, I'm not trying to defend Matt Lodge here, but he's been put as a poster boy of off-field issues where in a vacuum, his issue is nowhere near like the top 10 worst thing rugby league players have done. It really isn't. Like he hasn't got criminal charges. Yes, he did threaten a child and a woman. Terrible. Yes, he did punch that man. Bad. There is but, so many worse players who are playing our game and have yep. played our game and will play our game. And don't need to name them, but we know that that's true. That, 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 that's true. It is. It, it's just the, the publicity obviously didn't help that. The video footage didn't help that. But I don't know what people think assault looks like on camera. You know, I don't know what I think of a guy who hits his miss what it looks like on camera when they're at home. So, yeah, Lodge having a haymaker at a dude looked like a guy having swinging a haymaker at a dude. You know, <laughs> so that's what it is. And, there is worse players in the game, but again, my love for the game is bigger than the grubs of the game. There's bad people in society too, mate. That rugby league players are a reflection of society. They're not their own society. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. Thankfully, Seattle have never had anyone problematic on their books ever. B uh, eight Tiger, how many Panthers going to put down for Origin this year? As a West Tigers fan, please say a lot. We need this. <sighs> definitely, a lot. definitely to uh, To'o Luai. Cleary, Yo's going to be in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. They, those four are locked in. And then I think you got outside chances for Crichton, Coruscant, Liam Martin, possibly Burton. even Matt Burton. Mm. Um, yeah, is that and, and Kirk, Kirk Kate 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 yeah. So is that is that right? It could yeah, be nine, and, and probably a, at least five. And a really, really, really outside chance for Moses Leoto. Is he eligible? Yep. Or Spencer Lenu? Sorry, I think Moses Leoto is eligible for the Blues. Let me check that. Maybe I'm an idiot and I've mixed them up again. Yep. Um, but at least five definites and maybe as many as nine or 10. So uh, Friday beers. Did a single bone in your body think the West Tigers were going to pull that playoff at the end of the game on Friday night? God, no. No. If 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 that cutout goes to the winger, they score. It's so frustrating. Uh, I'm not sure they do if the cutout they hits. They, uh, they I think probably, sc- back inside, they probably but... score if they go hands, yep. which Dewey knew. But I was shocked that Luke Brooks didn't kick it. Shocked. So was I. But somehow when they went left, they bottled it by not letting that pass. They went right. And it was harder to not score at that point. Numbers, other teams scrambling. But Nofa, short ball to Dewey, you win the game. I know Dewey shouldn't have whacked his hand at that ball, but Dewey knew the same thing too. He catches that, the game's over. He cuts back in. Whereas if if the short, that cutout lands, 
probably cuts back in, but also there's two defenders running full pelt towards right hand side. If they catch him, like hit him once, it might be it. But of course, they were not winning that game. No, of course not. Um, uh, we've got uh, Frankie again. He says, per Jason Oliver and as his weekend briefing at this point, hopes Bunker will rule on forward passes, quote, in the not too distant future. So on Friday, when PVL introduces this after a 50 50 call in the Storm game, how badly do you think it will go? I, like, again, I still uh, haven't seen the actual plan, how it's going to work, what it's actually going to do. Never seen that. Don't think it's worth the investment. And I also don't think we've been over this. I don't think the people actually want every forward pass call. Excuse me, every forward pass call. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, Benny DTD, is LeBron James the Josh Dugan of the NBA? Slightest contact, then he's down grabbing at something. All right. Uh, I, unfortunately, we have to read them all. Do we? Well, yeah. It's part <laughs> of the Patreon perk. Go to patreon.com forward slash rookies. Uh, ben Quagliata, with the recent horseman comments, where exactly does PVL fit in the Bojack horseman universe? Is he more of a misunderstood renegade like Bojack or a fallen legend like Secretariat? Uh, people would, he would claim Secretariat. I would like to say neither. No. Yeah, not a fallen legend, that's for sure. No, he doesn't really fit any of the archetypes of the of the uh of the bojack universe nah uh, unfortunately not um frankie has the milk gone bad and then we'll just chuck in happy camper says oh sorry campo says which what the fuck do canberra do now i'd be happy for them to re-sign williams for another year because the haas market looks pretty bare i don't know like they, Sean Johnson's yeah. the first one you call, right? But if he doesn't, if, apparently he said he doesn't want to go there. So. Yeah, I know, but he's calling again. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Jojo asked, are we all Schneider pilled? I don't know what that means. Do you? And no, not spelled like Zach Schneider, like spelled like Rob Schneider. Is this about Rob Schneider? I don't know. I'm, I'm just Googled Schneider pilled. So did I. Did, nothing did, nothing happened. All right. So. Sorry, Jojo. I don't know what that means. Um, and Happy Camper says, which backwards monarchy should Canberra raid next for talent? Yeah, the Poms have all bailed, haven't they? What's Canada up to? Well, they're not a monarchy. <laughs> I know, but they're so... part of the Commonwealth, so get them in there. Well, if you're going to raid a former Commonwealth, surely you rug, surely you go to South Africa, hit up Patrick Lambie. No. But I mean, the correct answer is the glorious kingdom of Tonga. Yes. Obviously. Obviously. With uh, King Tupo the Sixth. He's right. the king. So Add a Hingano, bring him back. There's, there's your seven. Yeah, problem solved. And our last question on discord shanta we already took this on yesterday's show but uh jack white and tipped to start in the halves with drum Luai on the bench did one of the many balls hoofed out on the full clock freddy the, <laughs> the old white and balls all right and over to twitter um just got time time for one more yes one more uh sam shenazi says is matt bungard attending my chemical romance next year oh, is that what mcr is of course I am. Are you kidding? Tickets, 11 a.m. tomorrow. I'll be there you go. on the computer. Is there, is, has Em asked a question there? She has. I, I just she's, saw it. She's a, Why don't yeah, you do this? Patron. She'll, we'll get her in yeah. there. Tell me a story about a time you were dumber than this. And it's a quote tweet from Victor Radley saying, I've been taught from a very young age by very good coaches, Adrian Land, Craig Fitzgibbon, a very good tackling style. Just because they decide to change the rules midway through the season doesn't mean I have to change my style. This isn't dumb at all. This is a man with integrity ripping in. No, I, uh, I did. I, like I said, I really enjoyed Victor Radley like quadrupling down during the game. Like, like, I ain't changing. You ain't changing me. A man set in my ways. Uh, and yeah, he has got a decent tackling skull. And uh, it's not there to change your style, mate. Just um, yeah, be a little bit more legal. But they yeah. do want you to change your style. 
I mean, the worst thing of all this, and again, I think everyone who's spoken out against it with half a clue, even Gus Gould was saying this up to is that tackling lower is not the answer. Tackling lower is more concussions. Yes, and also more offloads and more, more tries. offloads, and also faster play the balls. The opposition. I don't want my team tackling low. There's a reason no. why it's an old school tackle. Yeah. All right, we did it. Come to the end of another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Um, thank you all for listening. We very much appreciate it. Uh, if you have the time, give us an iTunes view. If you want to support us financially, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. It's growing and growing every day, Mitchell. You sent out more stubby holders today. I did. Too many. <laughs> Stop. Did. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> neg the listeners. I'm not negging though. People buy more, but it's just... Um... I, let, I, actually, I, wish, I wish the labels printed themselves, Bungard. Have we, have we thought about this? But um, <laughs> Let us know what merch you want next. Let us know what you want. We're listening. We're all yeah, ears. We are, we are due another one probably for the, the higher tier guys. We'll start putting some merch out. We're, yeah. A couple of things we've rolled around our heads. Obviously, T-shirts is easy. Yeah. Key rings. Uh, not a bad one. Uh, Socks. Uh, slippers. Slippers is idea. strong. Dressing gown would be great as well, but I think it's a bit more expensive. But slip, I'm, yep. I am pro the hotel slippers with Bungard's face on one, mine on the other. Yeah, <laughs> or, sli- or slides with the same concept. Slide. Now we're talking slides. There we go. If I can get grossly purple boom rookie slides, I don't care what the rest of you want. <laughs> grossly purple ones. I'm a socks oh, yeah, and slides guy, in, and it's seeped into daily life. I just wear socks and slides all the time now. Charlie so hates it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I love it. I mean. Working Comfort. from home. Can't put a price. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, like, when I go to the shops and I stuff. Me, but it's work from home. That's where it, it stems from there for me. I don't wear so. shoes when I'm at home. What's no, I mean, I have the socks on and then the slides. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight out. It's yeah, convenient. I haven't got time for shoes and laces no. like a chump. And we <laughs> haven't got any more time to talk about rugby league because we've come to the end. Um, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.